essentially we may recognize that the path is really what is present here. The path is um, a certain obscurity of the natural self, a certain obscurity that veils the natural self. I usually give the example of the sun and the solar eclipse. So even though there is a full solar eclipse, you can still see a little bit of the sun rays around the solar eclipse. So if the moon is covering the sun, it's not covering it 100% because still the sun shines through the boundaries of the moon, it shines through. So the same way the obscurity of the natural self is the conditions, it's the mental structures, and it is identifications, it's certain bold view, a certain uh, view, a partial view of reality, a certain um, fragmentation, we can say. So in, in the simplistic way, I could say that there, these are the clouds and the natural self is the sun and there are the clouds which are veiling the presence of the sun. The sun is present always here now. So regardless of the clouds, regardless of the solar eclipse, which is the moon or other planetary bodies covering the sun, the sun is still there. And the same way it is your natural self, which is your conscious awareness, uh, boundless awareness, it is already here. So your conscious boundless awareness is already actually illuminating all of this experience. Even if you're looking through the, what I call the lighthouse of your focus and attention, as, as most of you are looking through your focus, yeah, you have a certain radius, a certain view angle, a view perception of the, of the present moment. And, and that is a lighthouse of your focus and attention. Um, we know that it, 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 it is within your um, center of your forehead. That's where your attention is usually um, focused. However, if you meditate, you can shift your point of the lighthouse into other areas like from the heart to see things through the heart, which is a very beautiful way of seeing things. Um, however, even if one is seeing things through the heart, there is still a lighthouse, a certain limitation, we can say. And, and thus, um, coming back to the full consciousness is actually um, dropping the, the, that which is limiting the attention and focus dropping that which is limiting your attention and focus, dropping that which is entangled with your attention and focus, 
So that which is entangled is, is, um, is what creates this apparent distance. Yeah, there is an apparent distance um, through your focus and attention. And for those of you who are uh, very new and, 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 you know, into spirituality and, and especially into, into my teachings, I can say if, if we can call these teachings, it's more of inquiry into reality. So if, if we truly inquire um, that at some point in your life for all of you, you were only focused externally. Yeah, so you were this human being, the average human being, and you, you were just completely focused objectively. Yes, you were just focused only on the outside reality. So there was a very solid and fixed sensation that this is outside and this is me. It's a very solid separation that these two things are very different. The outside reality and me, myself. So this has been the experience for, for all of you some time ago, some years ago, depending, of course, on your journey, that uh, there, there was a very um, apparent separation between outside and these are other people, these are other things, and this is me, and we are totally different. And now as we are going back so much, uh, you will notice that that has softened to a great degree. For most of you, you will, if you just gently inquire into yourself, you will notice that this uh, distinction, that this is totally outside and this is only inside, this distinction has softened. It, it, it's kind of started to blur. Yes, it started to blur. It started to dissolve that these rigid boundaries of the outside and inside have started to um, dissolve and to merge. And, and it became more of an energetic, we can say, feeling. For those of you who have experienced oneness, um, it, it's a very lovely feeling that, you know, the energy just merges and these boundaries kind of merge into this flow, so to speak, of the present moment experience. So the oneness consciousness is, is, is when they say that uh, your, your inner focus has, um, has came not only from inside, but outside of experience, and it has merged that, that limitation, that, that the wave, we can say, has merged to a certain degree into the ocean and then this oneness of energy is, is, is being experienced. But of course, when experience uh, goes away, uh, you come back to yourself and, and the whole spirituality is, is about um, realizing that outside will not provide you the real happiness and peace that you seek. And, and therefore, the, the common spirituality um, says that, that you will find your, 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 that which you seek, which is happiness, peace, and love, and so on. Uh, you will find it inside. 
So now everybody packs their bags from the outside search and starts to pack their bags to go on the inner journey. Yeah, it, it's your, your journey shifts, we can say. And, and of course, you save a lot of time because you don't need to go anywhere um, externally. You just need to go internally. So you, you start to sit down and, and, and to recognize that you might find that happiness and peace right where you are. So then um, in, people in spirituality, they embark on the inner journey, on the inner journey. Now, the inner journey is, is even a bigger one. And, and, and I, one can be lost equally on the inner journey as one is on the outer journey of, of seeking for happiness and peace. Because on the outer journey, a person you know, would maybe go on a retreat and go to the nature and spend some time maybe camping or or just some time alone and they, they would find you know this kind of peace and, and, and contentment and and the spiritual journey is is is, is nowhere near as easy because as you uh, focus exclusively on the inner stuff such as your your own thoughts emotions energies and and infinite amounts of, of, of possible visions and, and inner experiences. And, and for some people, it's very natural to have these inner visual and, and, and experiences. For other people, it's more uh, of a feeling thing. And, and, um, and we can say everybody just essentially focuses within. And the, the inner journey is... is it's still a journey, by the way. It's, it's, it's still a projected distance. So where, where do I find this home? Where, where do I find myself? And some people go inside so much that they start believing that they don't belong here, that if I have experience maybe being uh, on another, like in my meditations in 5D on Pleiades or somewhere else, and, and, and then they, they just don't want to be present. Yeah, they, they start to deny the presence of life, deny the presence of God, deny the presence of creation, universe, consciousness, and most importantly, denying the presence of themselves. So on the inner journey, it, 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 it is actually even a much bigger journey than, than traveling outside, you know, to other countries and places. On the inner journey, there is a whole universe. And for some people, the distance can become even bigger. Yeah, the distance can become even bigger. And uh, it's very common for people um, in, in inner love consciousness um to to really try to avoid the the present yeah because they 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 know how to access this loving place um and and they just want to go there all the time and to avoid the presence at all costs 
but the presence never fails. The presence is always present. It's always here. And, and therefore, once one needs to start to include the present moment in their meditative experiences. So meditative experiences can, can be truly at the infinite multitude. And the present moment always invites to include the present moment because these experiences happen in the present moment. So therefore one needs to, again, to relax their attention and focus, even from the very strong inner fixations, very strong inner um, projections and, and seeking. So, it's, it's a very big challenge for some people to just simply relax their focus and attention and not even seek for any particular inner experiences. Yeah, so even seeking for the inner experiences is also a distance. And, and if a person starts to really uh, get a, addicted to the spiritual experiences, you know, one becomes a, a typical seeker, we may say, you know, they, they, they change their whole house, you know, now they listen to, you know, specific music, Deva Pramal, you know, and, 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 and suddenly, you know, there's a yoga mat and, and nobody can enter the space and this and that. So, so, so they transform their whole, um, environment and, and, and their inner environment and, and now they become a typical seeker and they have a goal you know like to to get there you know to to get this enlightenment at any cost and 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 it becomes a just another object of 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 seeking isn't it and maybe before it was um, you know happiness and peace uh, or finances, and now it's enlightenment. And, and for some people, it, it's equally, um, you know, it, it's an equal mind game, we can say. Not, not for everyone, of course, but for some, I'm, I'm speaking about more extreme cases. So you need to drop that too. You need to slow down on that search and seeking and wanting and, and having, needing, um, because your attention and focus can be equally trapped uh, on the in inner seeking, on the inner seeking. And therefore, um, the only way really is to uh, relax, to soften attention and focus, and to start returning the attention and focus to its origin, to its origin. So if one is uh, wise, we may say that one will realize that um, if my attention and focus is, is, is seeking for something, what's the origin of the search? Isn't it that the, that, uh, the origin itself is the goal itself? It's, it's, it's home, that, that one from home goes into the search for home. And you see a paradox there. From home, one goes into the search for home. 
So to find home is not to search, it's to go back into the origin of the search. So, so that's where uh, one relaxes and softens the attention and focus and it starts to drop, it starts to further dissolve these boundaries of, of the distance, the boundary of otherness. So those of you who are at more advanced level of consciousness and, and uh, you're quite aware of the, of the mechanics of your attention and focus, um, I invite you to reflect on the boundaries of, of otherness. Because even in non-duality or even in, in, in higher levels of consciousness, uh, the otherness is still present in, in some form or shape or concept or idea that there is otherness, that something is not myself. So there's a certain avoidance. There is a certain denial. So what creates the sense of otherness? And the sense of otherness is the, the sense of separation. And the sense of otherness and separation, when it's very fixed, it's ego. Because now there is two things, myself and something else, and they're very fixed. And, and that's the ego fixation. So I invite everyone to just gently inquire, uh, what is my sense of otherness? And, and how does the otherness arise? How does the sense of otherness arise? It arises only because one is avoiding something or denying something. That no, it can't be this way. No, it should not be this way. Or no, I don't want it this way. Or avoiding in, 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 a, in a way that I don't want to feel that. I don't want to be here. I don't want to see that. I don't want to feel what is within myself. I don't want to experience the, 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 the nakedness of, of, of the present moment. I prefer to be in my own little cozy corner where I know everything, where everything is perfect. And, and, I, and, I, and, and, and I don't want to step into the unknown and to not know what's going on or who I am or, or, um, um, or, or it, 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 it feels too alien and, and so on, too different, too, um, uh, separate, too, too much um, uh, other way than what is natural to me. Yeah, one, one would also say that, well, I'm this way and other people are that way and, and I just don't want to uh, interact or feel because it's not natural to me and that's the conditional language. Yeah, so I'm just kind of bringing up certain patterns of avoidances. And these patterns of avoidances and, and denial actually keeps the otherness, the separation. 
it creates that distance. And essentially, that distance veils your natural self. It veils your own boundlessness, your boundless awareness. Because the otherness is a certain fixation. The avoidance or denial is a certain fixation. So on the journey of seeking, uh, you know, one would, would want to um, experience something lovely, but then one would want to avoid something uh, difficult. So however, um, now coming to the um, topic of karma and, and clearing, uh, one has to uh, be aware of, of, of what is present in oneself. Not only the, the outer movement of, of seeking, but also the opposite movement of avoidance, or we can say resistance. Yeah, the, the avoidance, resistance, and denial. Yeah, so, so on one end, you want something, on, on the other one, you don't want something. And, and you're caught up in the middle. And that's the case for, for, for nearly everyone on, on, this, on this earth. I want this, I don't want that. And I'm caught up in the middle. What should I do? And the mind doesn't know what to do. And, and everything is, gets confusing. And then many doubts arise. Is it right? Is it wrong? Should I do this? Should I not? So one tries to figure it out, but forget about it. It's not about trying to figure it out. It's it's about feeling. It's about feeling the feeling. And even more so, I would say, I do want to emphasize, it's not about understanding. It's about feeling, the present feeling. Please hear me, all of you. It's about feeling the present feeling, whatever it is. Yes? It's not about understanding. That will give you nothing much. It's about feeling the present feeling. And, and even more so, it is being present with the present feeling. You not only feel the present feeling, which I know many speak of, but it's about being present with the present feeling. And that's how you work it out. That's how you work it out. By feeling the present feeling, no matter how difficult it is, and being present with the present feeling. And that's how you um, work it out, your conditional patterns. So karma is essentially repeating patterns, repeating situations, repeating circumstances, and generally speaking, repeating patterns. So if something is, if something is continuously repeating in, in one way or another, it, it, it includes a, what, what is called karma, or I will speak even more clearly, the, the natural law of balance. Yeah, the natural law of balance. 
So if something is repeating as a, as a cycle in, in your life, as, as a challenging cycle, it's an, there's a natural law of balance that's, that's trying, the universe is trying to bring you back into balance. Actually, the universe and, and God or yourself, the big self, it wants to bring you into balance. You never thought like this before, probably, that, that your natural self wants to bring you in itself. And, and, and here you go, you were always thinking, I need to get to the natural self. But it's actually the grace of your natural self, the grace of God or consciousness wants to bring you back into itself. Yeah, that, that's, that's the reality of it. That the ego has, has, uh, has no power in itself. Yeah, you, you may need some uh, cooperative effort. Yeah, but, but the real power is that God or, or the self is trying to bring you back into balance into itself so that's a natural grace and it's functioning already for everyone this natural grace is is here now for all of you that that your natural grace divine grace or god you know your own uh, beloved self is trying to bring you into itself into the balance and this is why it's telling that, that there is this stick in the wheel you know it's there's this emotion that you're trying to avoid there is something that you have fixed in your head of, of what should not be and um, there is something that you're constantly resisting and if you just you know face it and deal with it and work through it you will be more liberated you know you will you will go beyond it so it is actually true this power of grace that one receives the inner invitation for awakening it is through the power of, of grace that one receives the inner invitation for awakening and therefore you need to realize that it is your own dear self that your big self your your big you which is trying to liberate you, trying to decondition the mind, trying to help you to sort out those feelings, those emotions, those uh, things that, that you want to avoid and then to escape and so on. So this divine grace is functioning real time and, and it's constant. Now, the experience of this grace is, 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 of course, depends on your degree of openness. Because if a person is absolutely absorbed into the outer objective, um, mentally constricted um, experience, worldview, and, 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 and so they're focused totally, you know, objectively, uh, they might be continuously ignoring the grace. Yeah, but of course, you are all of you are more advanced and, 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 and you may experience it from time to time already. And, and now I'm saying that this grace is working all the time in your favor. 
and and even if if something repeatedly comes up we may say karmically comes up it's good it's actually good it's actually okay it's actually there is a purpose for it well deal with it <laughs> face the challenge and just work on it yeah so if, if and and you will know that oh oh my god i'm again in this kind of situation and that's good you know like grace invites you to it it means you need to work on it work on it a little bit so so whatever uh, one would experience it, you you need to trust that it's always for your best good and and this is how i met every challenge in my life i'm speaking through my own experience that whatever life would throw at me i always knew that there is a reason for it i need to work through it i need to go through this and 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 i knew that the 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 universal law of of vibration of the vortex of vibration that when I am when I work through it, when I deal with it, I'm gonna rise up to to a little bit higher level of experience or to the next level of experience. And 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 I I had these confirmations all the time, and 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 um, you know these cycles of experiences. So no matter what happens, no matter what happens. It's always for your best good. It's always for your best good. It's an invitation. It's an it's an invitation from from God, from your own self, to to balance it so that you can come back to your natural self, to your natural self. And um, maybe um, one. A little disclaimer, I can say that, you know, when it comes to certain unexpected things, maybe health or this or that, well, maybe, maybe something was ignored for a while. You know, maybe you were so focused spiritually that you forgot your physical body to take care of it. And then certain disease comes up. You know, there, there's always a certain uh, reason we can say and uh, and no matter what happens you know no matter what happens it's 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 a universal law of balance it's a continuous invitation into balance and and uh, and to to work through that particular experience for one re one or another reason so since your own God self is inviting you constantly to return to your own natural liberated state. We can only observe the patterns. We can only learn the natural laws. And we can never ever judge any being. Because everyone is going through a unique journey everyone always has a unique experience even if for a moment you meet 
in the same present moment, it this person, the other person, it, it, he or she still has their own unique experience. And you have your own unique experience. So you, you wouldn't know their, their whole life, their whole, even if it's your wife and your husband, you still know only a little fraction. Even if you think you know, you don't know. You don't know their soul. You don't know their past lives. You don't know what they were feeling, what they were thinking, what they were experiencing in their whole life. You only know what you know, and that's so limiting. It's just a little tiny fraction of what you know about anything, about anyone. So drop your ideas about anyone else. And, and, and judgment is one of the biggest walls. It's one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest separations that keeps the otherness, that keeps the otherness. So judgment is, is essentially ignorance. And that's um, what Buddha meant that, that one of the key obstacles to um, awakening is, is, is ignorance. And judgment is, is a very a large form of the ignorance. Yeah, so therefore, you should realize that every single being is on their journey to the self. And every single being is experiencing the, the present moment uniquely uniquely and therefore we should only approach uh, everything with love uh, so judgment is is one of the big parts of the ignorance and 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 we should approach with openness with love with with um, uh, humility and humbleness and maybe a mutual understanding we can say on, on a certain certain vibration so, because we only share this, this moment, um, the way, the, exactly the way it is, you never really know anything more than this moment. You never really know the, the whole past of anyone. You never really know anyone else completely, you can say. And, and you only know, um, anyone else only in this moment as it is yeah so so that is the invitation so let's summarize that the grace the divine grace is constantly inviting you into balance and this is why it brings up these conditional experiences cycles it's an invitation to balance and how to deal with conditional cycles is to feel the feelings and to be present with what you feel. So if you're feeling resistance, well, allow it, allow the resistance. Don't resist the resistance, it never works out. Allow the resistance, allow uh, that which you feel and then be present with that which you feel and how to be present. We have previous meetings, 
previous recordings, videos. You can check them on YouTube channel. So you, you so that's how you work it out. And another form of grace is a, a we can say a meeting with the with another with the one who has worked through um, through their own conditioning through their own cycles because that person or being the awakened being uh, he or she has a certain uh, certain openness a certain energy field of unconditionality a certain presence of of um of of a, a natural uh, transmission we can say so meeting someone who has worked through the the cycles of conditioning is is, is a big gift because um, even in, in a in a simple ordinary way of meeting now of course we're having uh, what's called the satsang inquiry into the truth it's a special meeting but even if we would meet just for a little cup of tea or 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 just for a casual conversation so to speak um no no matter what the activity of of the meeting would be yeah there is still a certain transmission we can say a natural transmission of naturalness which which seeps into you and then you you start to recognize that there is something we make we can say special about this person or there's something you know that you may recognize, you know, as a homeness, as, as naturalness, as lovingness. And, and, and then you, you, you say, oh, I like this person, but actually you have resonated to experience the homeness or presence or lovingness. And, and, and you have experienced that because it's within you too. It's because that lovely feeling is within you too it's there so so it becomes as a natural revelation or amplification and um, even more so as as even bigger gift of grace is is what is called a transmission and that is an intentional transmission we can say um uh, what, what I call uh, a full consciousness transmission and um, and that is a special um, we can say as assistance or or um, intervention divine intervention or a special assistance to um, alleviate the, the 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 challenges to alleviate the, the 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 difficulty of 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 overcoming your your conditions and and challenges so it's a certain assistance a, a full consciousness transmission because it it, it in, in one way it speeds up your your deconditioning it uh, supports uh, recognition and, and uh, reopening of that which is natural to you and, and essentially it clears 
the path. It, it, it speeds up and it clears the path to your own um, natural self, to your own liberated self. So a full consciousness transmission is a, is a, is a grace, it's an assistance, it's, it's, we can say it's a, it's a divine tool to assist others um, on their journey to, to, to uh, awaken and then be liberated easier and then quicker. <clears throat> 